Alright everybody, so thanks for tuning in again today uh, to Peeling Back the Fourth Wall. And uh, Aurora is uh, getting ready for her nap, so that means that we are going to be talking about news, because the news is boring for Aurora, and so she snoozes while we talk about the news. Uh, and that's actually going to be the new title for uh, these segments in the future when we're talking about the news. It's going to be a news snooze for Aurora. And uh, so yeah, so with that uh, being said, for those of you who don't know, Aurora is the two-year-old dachshund on the cover art of the podcast who uh, inspires most of this content. And so uh, yeah, without further ado, we will get right into some news uh, from the past week. So there's been a few developments, you know, not, not, uh, I don't think anything uh, massive, nothing that, um, you know, is a game changer uh, in any way. Any, by any means, but uh, some good stuff, some good stuff out there uh, that we've been seeing uh, in the news. First up is uh, Fast and Furious movies. Um, you know, here's the thing is, as you all know from listening to the podcast, there's going to be Fast and Furious 9, Fast and Furious 10, and Fast and Furious 11, okay? Now, there'll probably be F9, F10, F11, um, you know, I can make a lot of F jokes right now about that, about the titles of this franchise, but I'm not going to do that um, in trying to keep this, uh, you know, friendly content. So, uh, first, what I'm going to do is we're going to talk about uh, the Fast and Furious news that did come out. So, Fast and Furious 9 is coming to theaters, as many of you are aware of. Um, if it's not Fast 9, then 10's around the corner or 11. I mean, something's going to be coming out to theaters pretty soon in that franchise for the next, you know, however many years. So, that being said, Fast and Furious did announce, well, theaters actually came out and announced that they will be showing the Fast and Furious films leading up to Fast to F9, leading up to Fast and Furious 9. Um, they will be showing those for free. For free in the theaters. So, yeah, for those of you who say that nothing comes free, this does. This does. And so, to me, it I, I had a lot of thoughts about this. I had a lot of feelings about this when it first came out. You know, th- this kind of tells a lot of stories right now. One is, you know, how how much are theaters hurting? You know, how, how desperate are they? Um, and then the other is, you know, what types of things are they looking to do Moving forward to kind of uh, kind of bounce back and get to where they need to be, and I think that this news for me uh, definitely hit a lot of different uh, thoughts and concepts. But first off, is yeah, it definitely shows that theaters are still hurting quite a bit. I mean, they have been open in most states, uh, most areas, uh, in pretty good capacity limits um, for a little while now, and the theaters that um, are open. You know, they're going to be doing this for free. And I think it tells me, you know, one, why not? They got nothing to lose. So do this for free. Get people in there. Get them to watch some movies that they uh, otherwise, you know, wouldn't have watched um, before because there's not a lot of content out there right now anyway. Not a lot of things at the theaters. So showing something for free will get you concession money, right? And that's what they want. That's what they want, right? They want concession money. Yes, the tickets is where they made their money in the past, and concessions, they racked that in too. But now, hey, we can't get a lot of ticket money for this. Hey, let's get people in here, and let's get concession money. Because you know what? It leaves the lights on. So I like it. I like the idea that they're doing this. Um, the other concept to this for me is 
I think we could see this happen a lot more in the future. I think this is something that uh, could help to not necessarily propel uh, movie theaters forward, but I think this could be something that can help make them, once again, uh, something that's prominent in the entertainment industry. And the reason for this is because it is still going to be, no matter what happens post-pandemic, theaters will still regardless be something at least nostalgic for people that oh that's still special that's still really cool you know it's the same thing like drive-in theaters like if i had a drive-in theater near me i'd be going all the time because i think it's awesome it's such a nostalgic thing right so i love it similar thing with theaters just in general they could become that and i think that will be the worst case scenario is that they're just a nostalgic thing but if in the case that that happens this concept of doing free movies to get people in, get concession money, pack the doors because people are going to be coming for something free. I think it's a great concept. You know, essentially they're becoming a dinner and a show, you know, and, and you're basically paying for your food uh, and, and you're getting to enjoy some entertainment and things like that. So I, I think it's a really cool concept. I think it's something that could work really well. And we will see how it goes. Um, moving forward again i think it's a good concept and we'll see how they continue to execute it moving forward but i do like the idea this is going to be free um depending on where i'm at what i'm doing how busy i am when these are going uh, i will probably go watch a few because hey i'm a big fan of that franchise at least the beginning films of it so i think it's a good move by them we'll see if this happens when fantastic beast comes out and some of these other movies that are parts of a bigger franchise I think that'll be really uh, interesting to see how that does as it progresses. And hopefully they continue doing that because I think it's a really great opportunity. Okay, so next, uh, Hocus Pocus 2, right? So I don't know if we mentioned it on the show. They are doing a Hocus Pocus 2. Disney is doing this. It is in production. Um, they, they well, it's, it's yeah, it's in production. So um, they are changing directors, okay? And not that big a news to me that they're changing directors, like whoopity-doo, like I'm not really that, you know, hung up on this. Like sometimes directors are a big thing for me, but hey, they haven't even really started yet. So unless you're changing something from a sequel before and, you know, it's right in line with it, then it's not really going to make big news for me. So this doesn't make big news from that standpoint, but I don't think we mentioned that they're doing a Hocus Pocus 2 on this uh, channel before. So I'm announcing that now, making sure all of you are aware they are doing a Hocus Pocus 2. If you do not like Hocus Pocus, because my wife, for instance, does not like Hocus Pocus for whatever reason, and I have challenges with that. It's a, it's a big challenge in the early part of our wedding right now. So coming up to Halloween, I'm sure that it will rear its ugly head that we have that difference. However, however, it is a Disney property, and she is a Disney fan, so... Uh, I believe I can get her to come around, especially if this sequel does really well. So I've got a lot hanging on this, guys. I've got a lot hanging on it. So very excited that they are doing Hocus Pocus 2. Just wanted to mention it because we haven't talked about it on the, the podcast before. Next, another very exciting Disney uh, Disney um, concept. And I don't think we talked about it on the podcast before. It's been known a little bit. But they are doing a new Haunted Mansion movie. Okay, And for those of you who don't know, the Haunted Mansion was a ride put in Disneyland and Disney World, the two theme parks, and a movie was made based around that ride. Very similar to Pirates of the Caribbean, how the ride came first, and that happens very, very little in the theme park industry, especially when it comes to Disney, but this is a situation where that happened with Eddie Murphy and everything. Now, the Eddie Murphy one was okay. I don't think it hit as big as they wanted it to. However, if they do a new 
Haunted Mansion movie. It has nothing to do with the previous storyline of the Eddie Murphy one. I think they could do a fantastic job if they do really great with this. I don't think the Haunted Mansion ride can get more popular at at Disney, uh, but uh, they they may need to refurbish or redo or, or make it you know even even cooler in a way than what they are now. Uh, which I I hate to see that because it's such a great nostalgic ride right now. I love it so much. It's like one of my top probably five rides at Disney. But yeah, super excited that they are doing this movie. Next is again Disney news. Obviously, Disney is the mecca of most of the things in entertainment at this point, uh, from theme parks to, to you know entertainment as far as movies, shows, streaming, all that stuff. So anyway, next up, keeping with the Disney focus, is a billboard in Los Angeles was purchased recently by a group of Marvel fans. Group of Marvel fans, okay, bought a LA billboard. Now, guys, this is. Five figures. This is this is five figures to do this, even for a month. Like these people put a lot of money into this, and and that's a that's a lot for for regular people, not a business, not a company. They bought a billboard, and what did it say? Bring back Robert Downey Jr. I love it. I love it so much. I would never spend that much money on it if I had that much money. I would not spend that much money on it. But uh, it is an awesome, awesome thing to see. I'm so glad that they did this because everybody does want to see him come back he made the marvel franchise they want to see him come back and be bought back from the dead in the marvel cinematic universe so yeah i love the petition do i think it's going to happen no but it's a really cool concept i i love that people stood up for this and uh showed appreciation it's it's more of an homage and i think a tribute to robert downey jr in his work so i hope that uh at least disney and robert downey jr can look at this and and understand wow this is a huge compliment Next, uh, Russell Crowe. Actually, so we announced uh, a couple weeks ago, I believe, uh, he will be introduced in the Marvel Cinematic Universe in the new Thor movie, right? It was not confirmed what he was going to be playing, like what role he was going to take on. It is now confirmed he will be playing Zeus in Thor 4, all right? And so if you're sitting there thinking of like different gods, things like that, Zeus is the mecha. Like Zeus is right there with Odin. Like he he is the guy you know, and so this is awesome to me because when I first heard him being casted, I was like, man, please don't make him like a crappy little villain. Please do not do this. Like that's going to suck because he's so iconic. He's so good. He needs to literally be at the same level of a character as Thor, if not better. And then I'm sitting there thinking, well, how in the heck can they do that? It's a Thor movie. They figured it out. This is awesome. I love the idea of casting him as Zeus. He has an amazing persona. He's got a great uh, um, uh, acting prowess around him. I mean, he he is like a Hugh Jackman type figure in the in the cinematic world. And so I am so glad that they were able to cast him in a role that is deserving of his talent, power, and it's not going to be overshadowed by someone who hasn't earned the respect that he should in the acting world in chris hemsworth so um love it great casting super excited to see him in that role next up fairly odd parents live action starts filming in june and i know we talked about this on the episode before uh, that they are doing a fairly odd parents live action film i know people that are fairly odd parents uh fans they are diehards and so i know it's a big thing for you i know i've said it before but i wanted to bring it up again make sure you guys stay aware of it stay and and keep remembering that they are doing this it is beginning filming in june officially so 
excited to see that. Excited to see how it goes. I wasn't the hugest fan of it, but I think uh, from a cartoon standpoint, but I do think it will be uh, fairly interesting uh, from the standpoint of a live action. I think it will be interesting to see how they could do this. So, yeah. Next is uh, Spider-Man movies. Okay, so this was announced that uh, Spider-Man, like Sony Pictures, uh, has done a deal, a new streaming deal with uh, Disney Plus. Okay, and and this this film uh, or this announcement, this deal that was done, uh, now allows Spider-Man movies to be featured on Disney Plus as its new streaming platform for the Spider-Man films. Um, I did not go through and read the article in full. You know, I, I want to make sure I don't, you know, read too much into things, stuff like that. I don't like to spoil things for myself and all those types of, uh, of things and, and concepts. So um, I didn't read the full details in this article, but uh, it only said Spider-Man movies, which is interesting to me because Sony, uh, there's a lot of things that could go into this. Uh, but anyway... First, I'll, I'll continue about the basis of this. It's uh, Spider-Man movies that Sony is doing will be featured on Disney Plus as the new streaming platform for those movies, which is great. I think we all want to see that. Uh, you know, we we don't want to be able to have Disney Plus and not be able to watch part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe when it's already incorporated into it. So I think that's really great that we're getting this. Moving on from that, this is so interesting as their relationship keeps developing and that relationship between Sony and between Disney. Um, it is so interesting to see how that relationship is continuing to develop because Sony did and does the Ghostbusters films and the Men in Black franchise, okay, which are universal theme park IP properties, okay, intellectual properties. I know I, I, I repeated properties twice basically there, but for most of you who don't know, IP means intellectual properties, and so that means the rights of those from a theme park standpoint have been used with universal those are two big features of universal now yes the men in black ride that is there does need to get uh, something needs to change there it's it's getting a little a little old it's very hard to keep it maintained because the company that made it you can't get parts and things like that so it is very difficult challenging ride for universal to keep up with and at some point i do see it you know going away if not completely redone refurbished and Ghostbusters is a big part of Halloween Horror Nights when that comes around. So that's a huge IP that Universal has, especially if this new film that's coming out does as well as everyone is saying. Because if that's the case, Ghostbusters is going to be back on the map like it was, you know? So I'm super excited for that. But it is so interesting because Sony did those two properties, which are Universal theme park IPs, and it's just another interesting dynamic to affect parks because if you think about it and this is going in a little bit of theme parks but it does pertain to movies because these are all part of cinematic entertainment television shows this is all a big part of all of this the simpsons if you think about it you know disney bought fox and fox had the right to simpsons right they bought 20th century fox so the simpsons is now a disney property however that ip is owned by universal well for universal there apparently there's rumors that there is a limit to that contract. There is a a day um, expiration date on that contract with the Simpsons. Okay. Now the theory is there's multiple theories, but the theory is that once that ends up ready for renewal, Universal they can make a big play and say, hey, we want to keep the Simpsons, 
we're going to give you the rest of our Marvel characters. We're going to give you the rights to Marvel, and we'll get rid of our superhero area and stuff. Let you have all those. You give us the Simpsons and a couple other things. Throw in a couple other bonuses for us, right? That's the thing that a lot of people are expecting from the Universal side. Now, there's other people that are expecting Disney to be like, hey, we don't care. We're not going to be producing The Simpsons anymore. We're going to let it die off. We don't care about this franchise because it doesn't really relate to us and our family-friendly environment, what we do. So we're really ready to kind of get rid of this anyway. So we don't care. You can keep it, but it's going to die because we're going to make it die. We're not going to do anything with it. And then Universal will have to lose it because the contract's going to expire anyway. So Universal's going to have it expire, and then they can't use The Simpsons, and they have to replace it with something else. And then, you know, there, there's a couple other things that could end up playing out, but this could be a potential factor in that. I mean, this could be a potential factor because they already have the Ghostbusters and Men in Black franchise. That's what Universal does with their theme parks. It could be very easy that Universal now, stemming off of this and understanding that relationship between Sony and Disney and how it's growing... They could easily go to Disney and maybe say, hey, look, we want the Simpsons. Let us keep Men in Black and let us keep Ghostbusters. We will give you the superheroes. And now everything's staying pretty much status quo for Universal except for the superheroes. And Disney gets to fully capitalize on those superheroes now. So that's interesting to me that that could potentially be you know, something that happens. And it makes more sense for it to happen now. So who knows? Who knows what happens, but I do think it's a very interest, interesting dynamic um, that Sony is getting a much deeper relationship with Disney now, and it could really hurt Universal down the line, okay? So we'll see how this continues to go. There's a lot of frameworks with this type of stuff, and you know Disney makes most of its money off the theme park and, and that type of stuff, so... You know, when you're thinking about, oh, well, you know, it's movies and all these things. Like, they don't care so much about that type of stuff. They care about their theme parks. And so if they're able to legitimately fully maximize on getting Avengers to Orlando, I think they would give up some things for that. I think they would give up ownership of The Simpsons. I think they would give up Ghostbusters and Men in Black. I really think they would. Um, because right now, Sony's in a really deep relationship with them. And Disney could easily go to them and say, hey, we want theme park rights for Ghostbusters moving forward. We want theme park rights for Men in Black moving forward. So we want you to stop with these movies, stop with these films, um, you know, and or, you know, help leverage this with us against Universal. And Disney will have more play against that. So who knows? We'll see how it goes. It's all kind of convoluted and, and, and everything. But uh, interesting to see that dynamic. Okay, a couple last things here uh, before we wrap it up. So first... Um, Universal is making a Rock'em Sock'em Robots movie featuring Vin Diesel, okay? Now, I'm excited about this just because, hey, I like Rock'em Sock'em Robots. I have no idea what the concept's going to be. I think it's going to be very similar to Real Steel when that movie came out with Hugh Jackman, which if you have not seen Real Steel with Hugh Jackman, it is amazing, amazing movie. You should watch it. It is great. I love it so much on so many levels, and it's a very underrated film that not that many people know about. Rock'em Sock'em Robots could end up being a very similar concept, and that is absolutely fine, uh, but it's got Vin Diesel in it, it's going to be a universal property, so we will see how it goes and what happens. I love 
things that really pair with uh, some nostalgic stuff. I really do. And if they execute it well, it's going to grow and be a really big hit. You know, similar to how Jumanji did when it came out, right? Everybody loves that board game now because it's based on a board game. The the movie about Clue when it came out. You know, like I'm surprised they haven't done a sorry movie and things like that. Like some of these things when it really wraps around some nostalgia and stuff, gets really really interesting and, and really good. Now, the new Jumanji's with the video game concept and all that with the rock and everything and they just aggravate the heck out of me. They really do. I, I can't stand Kevin Hart. I really can't. Um, and that's just me personally. I just think he's so annoying. Um, you know, if I wanted to like have that type of humor around me, I would just, you know, I would just go to a. Um, I mean, basically, I would just go to like a kids, um, a kids sugar factory. You know, I'd go to a candy shop and where kids are like taste testing candy all day and just listen to them go bonkers and and not make any sense about anything because they're all hyperactive and. You know, it's just everything's a little stretched and whatnot for me. But regardless, getting back to the topic, um, super excited for Rock'em Sock'em Robots. I think it could be an uh, interesting concept. We'll see what the storyline and plot has as it develops. Uh, but yeah, I, I just like that the nostalgic aspect of Rock'em Sock'em Robots is going to be kind of reawakened there. So very good. And then last up here is uh, the Suicide Squad film that's coming out, and uh, I think we've talked about it on the, the pod before, is that we do really love the Suicide Squad film that did come out, the live-action film. We are big fans of it, thought it was done very, very well. Execution was perfect. Acting was great. Casting was good. Um, really, really enjoyed it. So that sequel film is finished, but according to the director, it will not be released early it will be it will continue to be released the same date that it has been now i know this is news but it's not really to me like super noteworthy because this has happened before when things wrap up a little bit ahead of schedule and yeah why would you do that why would you move it up you've got people putting something on their calendar waiting for it excited for it you've done a little bit of promotions for it and things already why would you now want to have to pump in that much more marketing dollars to make sure people know of a new date that you're going to roll it out so i understand this from a business standpoint i i don't think it's really like a lazy thing or nothing like that like oh well we just want to wait and build up the hype i don't think it's a money grab anything like that i just i think it makes a lot of sense i think it does i don't think you want confusion for your fans things like that who were expecting it for the weekend that it was already announced to come out i don't think you want to move that around um you know especially the closer it gets to it so makes sense i understand it um yeah and with that that's all we had for today uh so for aurora's news snooze uh she will be uh getting up here in a little bit even if i have to wake her and uh we'll go on a little walk and uh yeah get her day going because the news is over but yeah what'd you guys think uh interesting news for you or not uh, i thought there were some really interesting things in here like the la billboard for robert Downey jr and stuff like that but uh yeah let me know uh reach out let us know give us comments thoughts um our facebook is below our emails below let us know what you think about the channel um anything we can do to make things a little bit more entertaining better for you um and or your friends and family and if you enjoyed the content or you think other people would enjoy content Please like, share, subscribe, send it to other people so that they can enjoy the content as well. So yeah, I really appreciate you guys uh, listening in again today, and uh, you'll hear back from us on Wednesday. Thank you, and have a great one.